Welcome to the Parenting Show with Pina Crispo from ChicMama.ca on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Happy Sunday and welcome to the Parenting Show. I'm your host, Pina Crispo of ChicMama.ca. And I know that all of you parents are probably feeling some of the same frustrations and anxiety and stress that I myself have been feeling um, over the past two years with our kids, with ourselves, and, and more so with education. You know, we've been going through this, what seems like this never ending pandemic, you know, and with that meant being in school, being online, being in school being online. And, you know, I've mentioned it on the show before. It's been hard. It's been hard for us parents who, who are trying to work from home or trying to work period while being there to give our kids the support that they need so that their education is not falling to the wayside and that they are getting the education that they need um, as best as they can get it without being in the classroom setting. So I was like, you know what? We need to discuss this. We need to talk about this. And so I brought on two amazing women. We've got Kamisha Cox, who is the owner and the founder of The Reading Partnership. And we've got Alicia Rose, who is a manager, strategy, and social impact at TD. Hello, ladies, and welcome to the show. Hi, thanks so much for having us. Thank you, thank you. You know what? I want to start with you, Kamisha. So you founded the reading partnership this is your business tell us what is the reading partnership for sure so the reading partnership is uh, a a local charity uh, focused on creating and delivering literacy programs and resources that empower children and families to be successful at all stages of life so we have a number of programs the reading partnership for parents program that teaches parents how to teach their children to read, 360 Stories, um, which is a program that gives kids the 360 experience of bringing a book to life from writing to editing to publishing and uh, presenting it. And uh, Kids Read TO, a virtual book club uh, that brings uh, kids across the GTA together for weekly uh, virtual book club meetings to discuss um, the book that they're reading, uh, hot topics, and to really just play games and, and connect. So those are our three signature programs, and we've been around for, for a decade now, celebrating oh, our 10th, 10th, uh, 10th birthday this year. So, Well, I have to say happy birthday, and also congratulations, because you guys are also one of the recipients of the TD Writing Challenge. Am I, uh, did I get that right? Yes. yes. That is a big yes. deal. It is a it is a huge deal, and we are we are so so you know excited about uh, the opportunity um, that that this kind of support is going to create for children and families across the country. Oh, that that is so exciting, especially coming from you know um, my like for me as a parent, that is exciting to hear because I know that the TD Ready Challenge has awarded. $10 million in grants to various businesses um, in the field of education. Am I right, Alicia? Yeah, so we uh, this year uh, awarded $10 million in grants to nonprofits across North America who were addressing the issues that are facing our kids this 
you know, as a result of the pandemic and the learning loss that they're experiencing due to disrupted learning. So we were delighted to partner with the Reading Partnership as one of our 15 winners this year. Well, okay, so I need to know, Alicia, so there's 15 winners of this grant, $10 million Canadian. It was a North American thing. So what were some of the other businesses too? Yeah, so we had a, a wide variety. What we ask for is we basically put out a problem statement and we say, you know, this is a problem that's facing communities across Canada and the U.S. And this year we looked at learning loss. There was a lot of evidence that kids were falling behind and there were communities that were disproportionately falling behind because of ongoing systemic issues that they already face. And so we put out this problem statement and we asked nonprofit organizations to respond against it and and to come with really innovative solutions to this this issue. Um, Obviously, Kamisha will talk about what the Reading Partnership uh, is doing, but, you know, some of the other partners that we looked at and have won are uh, like TechSpark, um, and they're using AI, artificial intelligence, and predictive data analytics. Very cool. Learning experiences. Um, uh, There's another one with the Boys and Girls Club. It's called Raising Readers, and they provide one-to-one remote literacy tutoring to over 2,000 kids uh, across the course of one year to address the pandemic learning loss. So, I mean, it really can look different depending on what the organization's focus is. But the, the solution or what we're looking to address rather is specifically learning loss. And we're seeing indicators that learning loss in reading and in math are you know two of those really significant areas that we want Absolutely. to make sure that kids have an opportunity to catch up and to catch up at the same rate across North America. We see like black communities, indigenous communities, kids who already had learning challenges are falling even farther behind. So this was our effort to really fund innovative initiatives that are looking to address that problem. And I just love the fact that you guys with the TD Ready Challenge this year, you guys focused on education. You know, you got this, like, you're like, this is an issue. This is a problem. And so we need to partner up with these amazing institutions, businesses, charities um, to help, you know, come up with a solution to help these kids because it has been a struggle. You know, I can tell you guys being a mom of three. I've got a 10-year-old, an eight-year-old, a six-year-old. My hands are full. I'm also an entrepreneur. I do the show. I also teach part-time at Humber College, right? I'm a content creator. And it was extremely difficult for me to do my job while, you know what I mean? Jumping between three kids on laptops and being like, okay, are you good? Okay, are you good? Or mommy, I need this. Mommy, I need that. And, you know, Kamisha, I'm really happy that you're here because one of the major struggles that I've had in my family has been with reading. You know, one of my kids is just, um, you know, two are, they're fine, but then one, she's just, she's, you know, struggling. And, Now you put them in front of a computer for a lesson and it's great when the teacher's talking and they're communicating, but now it's time to work on something. So they're like, all right, go into, you know, this worksheet and, you know, follow the instructions. Okay. But now they need to read. Now they need to read what goes hand in hand with reading, writing. They need to now write out their answers, but not with 
you know, a pencil on paper, they need to use a computer to type it out. So it's been extremely nerve wracking and frustrating on behalf of the kids and the parents, you know, so Kamisha, like, I know that you've been doing this for a long time and you've been an educator for a long time. Um, you know, prior to the show starting, we were just talking a little bit off the air about some of the numbers and, and you threw out some crazy stats. Can you share some of those with us? Uh, for sure. I mean, some of the things that you're talking about, uh, Pina, we know that, that kids from kindergarten to grade three, that they are, you know, you're, they're learning three. And from grade three onwards, they're reading to learn. And so if you haven't developed the skills that you need uh, by grade three, then the likelihood of you continuing to struggle um, in school uh, is, is much higher. It, it is difficult for kids to catch up um, when it comes to, to reading uh, after the age of eight. And so we have to do everything that we can in the early years to ensure that our kids are, are on track. Um, wow. That made my stomach turn. I'm not going to lie. That scares the living daylights out of me as a mom. I'm like, okay, so my daughter's in grade three, she's eight. So now you just, you know, threw that out at me and I'm like, oh my God, the last thing that a parent wants is their child to struggle. And you're giving me these numbers, these stats and that is just like in general, we're not even talking about what the pandemic has done to kids on top of that. Am I, am I right? Yeah. I mean, I, you know, I, I, I always talk about the fact that each year we have hundreds of thousands of kids across the country that are posing for, you know, first day of school pictures that parents proudly post and share across social media platforms. And it's truly the cutest thing. And the unfortunate reality is that 25% of those smiling faces will be unable to read and write well enough to keep up with their peers once they get to grade four. And this is something that we know, right? We understand what the challenges are. And so the question is, is what are we going to do to ensure that that, that 25% is reduced to 0% Exactly. Yes. So we don't have this issue. I want you to hold that thought. We're going to take a quick break, but we're going to be back. And I want to hear more about what you have to say about that, Kamisha. We're talking all about education. We're talking about our kids. We're talking about what the pandemic has done and how it's affected our kids. Don't go anywhere. This is the Parenting Show right here on AM640 Toronto Radio. Now back to the parenting show with Pina Crispo on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Welcome back. This is the parenting show right here on AM 640 Toronto Radio. And I'm your host, Pina Crispo of chicmama.ca. We are talking about education and a little bit about the lack of education that has happened over the past two years and the struggles with education that has happened over the past two years during this pandemic. Uh, we've got Alicia Rose from TD joining us from the Ready Challenge, which is amazing, by the way. Um, they awarded $10 million to 15 recipients across North America. And one of those recipients is Kamisha Cox 
from the reading partnership. So uh, I've got two incredible women by my side on, on, on Zoom as we do this virtually. Um, and Kamisha, before the break, you were saying that you'd mentioned those, those first day pictures of school. You know what I mean? It's the first day of school. All the parents are proud and excited taking pictures of their kids. And you said 25% of those kids behind those smiling faces are struggling. Yep. And by the time they, they, they get to grade three and, and write the EQAO um, uh, test, we, we understand that. Um, you know, a part of the reason why I started the reading uh, the reading partnership um, is because in the community that I lived in and, and still do live in, Kingston, Galloway, Orton Park in East Scarborough, um, 49% of kids in grade three uh, were not meeting uh, provincial standards for reading um, 10 years ago. Uh, and in some schools, that number was and is um, as high as uh, 60%. Ooh. And, and that is, you know, that is not um, just today's number. It's a 25 year um, trend uh, in, in that, that community um, that has, you know, gone largely unaddressed by, uh, by the school system. So we went from 25% when we were talking about that first day of school photograph to some areas where it can be 49% and as high as 60%. Yeah. Like, I'm just thinking about, like, I'm just trying to, I'm trying to take it all in. That's why there was that pause there, that gap. I'm just trying to like digest this information here because I can't imagine, you know, especially like, you know, we've got math, we've got science, but when it comes to reading, reading and writing go hand in hand. And I just think like, oh, no, everyone, everyone reads and writes, right? But a lot of people struggle. And then it gets me thinking about long-term. Like you said, you know, if you don't really have a good grasp on things by grade three, the chances are you're going to struggle going forward. You know, Alicia, I know that you had mentioned that, you know, um, that you have two teen, um, you have a teen niece and a teen nephew. I do, I do. And hearing Kamisha speak, um, you know, puts, puts that feeling in the pit of my stomach too, uh, uh, as an aunt. And also just, you know, when we think about the impacts of something like this, we think about it like as parents or caregivers, but it also impacts our community, like our communities on a whole and our community resiliency. Like we know that these are indicators of potential other issues that might happen later on down the line for kids as they grow older. And so it's imperative for us to care about what's happening now because we might not see the ramifications of it for another five, six, or even 10 years, but we're certainly gonna feel it. And so, you know, when I look at my niece and nephew, you know, my niece started high school at a desk at home, you know, and, and, and it, it's, it's challenging for me to see that because you know all of the, the pieces around the learning, but also around the socialization and, and the development and the growth of, of being around, um, you know, uh, her peers. But, but I also am, 
you know, hyper aware that my niece is someone who has tons of resources, you know, like yeah. she, you know, her parents are very involved and, and we're all, you know, pitching in and, and the same with my nephew. Not everyone has that luxury. Not everyone has that privilege. Not everyone has that access. And so it's kind of really important for us. And that's where we were coming from and in, in funding initiatives like this to say, like, how do we intersect and disrupt what could be happening for communities and for families who just don't, if, if you're, you know, single parent working retail frontline, how are you able to be at home and also you're supporting not. your kids? And so, you know, th these are the types of, these are the types of issues we're looking to address. And we know it's going to take some innovation in order to do so. Yeah. It's, and, and you bring up a really good point. Like, you know, there's a lot of kids that have the support from two parents and have like great resources they have access to but there's a lot of kids that don't. There's a lot of kids that parents don't have that luxury to uh, stay home, work from home and help, you know what I mean? Uh, navigate their kids through the online schooling that we did. They had to go out and work because guess what? There's bills to pay. There's food that, you know what I mean? Needs to be put on the table. And so it's been, it's been really tough on parents as well, because it's like, they're stuck between this hard rock and this, you know, this place where it's like, what do I do? Um, we need to survive, but I don't want my child's education to suffer, you know, and Kamisha, those numbers that you threw out there, like, I'm sorry, but like, I still can't get them out of my head. 25% in that first day of school picture, you know, smiling, but struggling. Then, you know, some areas it's like 49% to as high as 60%, but those numbers do not, do not reflect current to date, like what's been happening right now. You said that those are like over the past 25 years. That's pre-pandemic. Yes. That's pre-pandemic. So we don't, we don't fully understand the long-term impact uh, that, that the pandemic will have on student learning and well-being especially for those students and communities that were struggling prior to the pandemic. And, and that's why, you know, TD's focused investment in innovative solutions that support children to develop foundational skill, skills in reading and, and math, it's needed uh, and it's timely. Um, and, and it will provide, you know, thousands of, of learners and their families across the country with the support and interventions that have actually always been needed in some communities and in yeah. other communities needed now as a result of the pandemic. To your point, like there are families who, you know, have always had to make the choice between um, buying books or, you know, putting food on the table, getting additional support um, for, for their, uh, their kids um, outside of school, you know, tutoring uh, or other specialized programs. Um, or, you know, meeting a, a, a monthly rent uh, payment. And so, you know, and, and if you have to choose between books and a, and a tutor or food and shelter, yeah. you're going to choose food and shelter, right? Survival, yeah. You're going to choose survival. And the thing is, is that, uh, you know, um, you, you said like, you know, all, all, you know, all kids are reading and, and writing and like, you know, that, 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 that it, it, this should be a reality and it can be a reality. In fact, that there, there's absolutely no reason why 
kids across this country um, should be should should be struggling. There's no reason with effective instruction in schools and proper support in community, all children and all families can succeed. And that's something that I strongly believe. You know what? I I totally agree. It's um, I'm just still trying to wrap my head all like around all of it, you know, and it wasn't until I had kids that I was like, okay, there's a little bit of struggling with the reading. Don't worry. We'll catch up. Okay. You know, one is good. The second one struggling. Okay. But we'll catch up. The first one caught up. It's fine. The third one. Okay. You're good. You know, everything's good. And then you go back and you're like, wait, one is struggling still. Why? You know, like you should like, what do you mean? Like you just progress with everyone else. You just go forward with everyone else. Like, why are like, what's happening here? Am I doing something wrong? You know, um, what do I need to do for my child? It's really like nerve wracking and it's frustrating. And as a parent, you automatically feel like you failed your child. And I wonder like, Pina, I, you know, I'm going to offer a little bit of naive optimism. I'm, always it, trying it, to I'm find, all, I'm, I'm all ears. I'm always Alicia. trying to find the optimism in these Give it spaces, to me, give it to me, girl. Yes. <laughs> which is, listen, this pandemic has been terrible. Yes. Continues to be. It's been terrible for everyone. And I think like we can, that's the one thing we can probably all agree on. <laughs> regardless of who, what, where, why. This pandemic has been terrible. Um, But the one thing that it has offered in all of this, um, you know, terribleness is the power of possibility. When Kamisha talks about these are things that should be happening, I wholeheartedly agree. And I think I can speak for TD and say we wholeheartedly agree that these are things that should be happening. There is no reason that all kids shouldn't be able to read and write and have those basic foundational skills. And so the hope is that as we start to fund and support initiatives that are doing this kind of work, that they're going to stick around, right? Like the idea is not just to fund something and then it's like a one and done and we're trying to address this particular issue for this particular time period. It's like, will this actually allow us to increase access for kids everywhere? Will this be a pivotal change in how learning and how supports are available for parents across North America? And so my that is my hope. When we think about things that we support, we look at initiatives that are scalable, that are replicable, because we want to be able to look at how do we support an ongoing change um, that will really kind of change the experience for parents like you, you know, when you're talking yeah. about, I've had these challenges and, you know, now it's compounded by this. What do I do? We want to be able to support. And so that's my little bit of hope. And I all like of it. it, but I like it. And you know what? It makes me happy to hear. And it is hope. It is hope for communities, for parents, for also like educators to know that there are these resources available and they are there to help these children, you know, give them the tools and the support that they need so that they can succeed and move forward in life knowing that like, you know what, I got this. 
because it also what goes hand in hand. And I talk about this all the time on the show um, and on social media, but what goes hand in hand with these struggles, anxiety, stress, what comes with that depression. And these kids are too young to be dealing with all of this stuff, feeling left out, being made fun of because maybe they're not at the same level as another child because why maybe they don't have the resources or they're just struggling, you know? So like, I, I, I want to ask you something, Kamisha, but I know that we've got to go to break. So oh, well, let me say, let me say this, that I think that $10 million is a significant investment. And yes. it's also a powerful statement that innovative and effective solutions to the problems we see within our education system can and have been found in nonprofit and community-based organizations like the Reading Partnership that have their finger on the pulse of what is happening in communities. Oftentimes we look to, to schools to solve these problems and you know what I mean? This problem has existed in 25, for 25 years in, in East Scarborough, and it hasn't been solved, right? But community-based organizations are also doing the work and have the solutions. And we are working intimately with community as well. You know what? I, I'm really happy to have both of you guys on the show today to talk about education and, and how um, things in the education world have changed and what we're doing to make it better. Don't go anywhere. We'll be back with more. This is The Parenting Show on AM640 Toronto Radio. You're listening to The Parenting Show with Pina Crispo on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. It is Sunday night and you are tuned into AM 640 Toronto Radio. This is The Parenting Show and I'm your host, Pina Crispo of ChicMama.ca. We're talking all about education and we're talking with uh, Kamisha Cox from The Reading Partnership and Alicia Rose from TD and the TD Ready Challenge, which is an amazing thing, Alicia, that you guys have been doing at TD. Um, You guys awarded 15 businesses across North America, $10 million. That's (laughs) That's exciting. That's exciting. And the TD Ready Challenge has been around for four years, but this year in particular, it was focused on, I'm going to throw it to you, learning loss, disproportionate learning loss as a result of the pandemic. And so how do we make sure our kids catch right back up and, uh, and flourish and thrive? And something that like all of us parents, you know, I highly doubt there's one of you guys listening at home or in the car right now that, you know, it hasn't crossed your mind that you're like, oh my gosh, like, what does this mean for my child? These past two years, their education, what does it mean for my child uh, going forward? Are they getting the education they need? Um, did online schooling put them back? And yeah, it's a struggle. It's, it's something that we've been frustrated with. It's something that we worry about. You know, what parent doesn't worry about their kid? you know, and their education. Um, and, and we've got Kamisha Cox from the Reading Partnership, like I said, who's one of the lucky 15 recipients. And so Kamisha, I got to ask you. So um, with the grant that you were awarded from the TD Ready Challenge, what exactly does that mean for you and for the Reading Partnership? 
Yeah, I mean, I this is it's a game changer uh, for for our organization. Being a recipient of the TD Ready Challenge uh, really validates um, the work that we've been doing over the past ten years. I mean, it was around this time ten years ago that we were getting ready to launch our first reading partnership for parents program with twelve families living in the Kingston Galloway Orton Park community in East Scarborough. Um, and, and we were launching that program with a $12,000, um, investment from United Way that was wow. investing in, um, resident, uh, re- resident action grants. Um, and this is for, for residents that basically had, uh, solutions to problems in their local community. And so 10 years ago, um, we launched the Reading Partnership for Parents program with $12,000. And here we are 10 years later, you know, with a significant support from TD, $750,000 wow. to scale the Reading Partnership for Parents program um, across the country. And I'm, you know, I'm really proud to say that, that this is a program that, that has been shaped by Scarborough-based educators, parents, and community. It's been incubated in East Scarborough um, over the past 10 years and uh, improved over the years by parent input and feedback. And yeah, through TD support, we're going to be moving beyond the boundaries of the community in which it was created um, to, to create new possibilities for children and families across the country. So it's, it's exciting, it's exciting. That is exciting. And like, you're one of like the top recipients because, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, ladies, but um, the highest that uh, any recipient can get awarded is a million dollars, correct? That's correct. So we had uh, four, I'm saying that right. Yeah, four $1 million winners this year. Uh, And then we had an additional, I think it was three or four $750,000 winners this year. And we were really delighted that the reading partnership was one of them. Kamisha, congrats again. Like this is a definite game changer. When you were just talking, I have to say, and just like giving me a little bit of the background on the history, I got goosebumps. I got goosebumps because as a mom, I'm like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. We turn to, you know what I mean? Our schools, we turn to our teachers, we turn to our community for help. And that's exactly what the both of you guys coming together have done, you know, and, and, and you're, you're making a difference in the lives of these families, of the parents of these kids. So Kamisha, like, if people are in the area, do you only service that, that East Scarborough area? Like currently, I know that you're looking to expand, but like if someone, if, if a parent is listening at home right now and they're like, you know, my child um, could really use some help. And the resources that Kamisha's talking about are things that I really would love to look into. Like fill us in. How does it work? Well, I would say that, yes, right now we are really focused on serving families in the East Scarborough uh, community through um, TD's investment. We will be scaling uh, the program to other communities in, in the province um, and across uh, the country. And so for, for parents that are interested um, in the program or in our resources, I would say, you know, it doesn't hurt to submit an application. 
um, uh, to the program and to join our mailing list because when any kind of op learning opportunities come up, new programs, um, you, you will be the first um, uh, to find out. Um, and, and we're working on ways, um, you know, with the support of TD um, and other, other um, the funders to, to be able to reach even more uh, families. And, and we were talking a little bit off air and, and you were mentioning that there's, through the reading partnership, there's the reading partnership for parents. Yes. And that yes. is? Yes, so the reading partnership for parents program is um, the, the initiative that we have been uh, supported to, to scale. This is a program uh, that has been tested in community for over 10 years. Um, and we're going to be, yeah, scaling it to hundreds of families across the country. The, the program in a nutshell teaches parents how to teach their kids ages four to six to read. So professional educators mm -hmm. lead uh, 10 weekly virtual play shops designed to build the skills and confidence of parents and guide them in real time uh, through literacy activities and games that help their, their child develop the skills to uh, identify and recall the names and sounds of letters, to decode, which is the ability to blend sounds uh, to read words, to encode, which is the ability to use sounds to spell and write words, um, to, to identify and recall sight words. So those are your like high frequency or popcorn words or there are different terms that mm -hmm. are used, but sight words are words that you basically, you can't sound these ones out. And we're, we're by the end of our program, you know, um, kids are, are reading independently and they're able to, to comprehend and talk about what they, what they read. I'm, you know, I'm using some technical terms, but to put it simply, we help parents jumpstart their child's reading the free and fun way. I love that. I love it. I love it all. We're talking with Kamisha Cox and Alicia Rose. We're talking about education. We're talking about our kids. We're talking about getting things back on track and the amazing things that the TD Ready Challenge has been doing within our communities. Don't go anywhere. We'll be back with more right here on AM640 Toronto Radio. This is The Parenting Show. Now, back to The Parenting Show with Pina Crispo from ChicMama.ca on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. This is The Parenting Show. It is Sunday night, and I'm your host, Pina Crispo of ChicMama.ca. You are listening to us on AM640 Toronto Radio, and we're talking about education, and we're talking about our kids, and we're talking about, yeah, you guessed it, the pandemic still. Yes, we're still talking about it, but because... It is still a huge part of our lives and it has affected not only us, but our kids and their education. So we've got Alicia Rose from TD, from the TD Ready Challenge, and we've got one of the lucky recipients. And I, of course, I'm talking about Kamisha Cox from the Reading Partnership. And ladies, we've, we've covered off quite a bit and all the amazing things that the TD Ready Challenge has done um, to help people in their communities, to help businesses by offering 10 million dollars in grants to 15 businesses across North America the the reading partnership uh being one of them and Kamisha honestly when you were talking it just warmed my heart my eyes filled up I got goosebumps I was like this is amazing it is amazing to hear 
this fantastic news. It is amazing, you know what I mean, to hear uh, businesses come together and collaborate to help, you know, communities, to help families. And it's been a really, it's been a really long two years. And everything you hear, like, you know, like, I don't even like, it just makes my stomach turn. But everything you hear these days is not always the best news. So to hear this and to have this conversation gives me as a parent so much hope and put a big smile on my face. So thank you, ladies, for that. I just needed to put that out there. Thank you, ladies, for that, because I know that as parents, um, we depend a lot on, you know, this type of support and these types of resources. Um, you know, Alicia, you were even talking about your, your niece and nephew and and they're a little bit older. You know, I've been talking about my kids, you know, and they, they range from six to 10 in age and and Kamisha, you know, you've got programs, uh, trying to help kids, um, you know, as young as, as four years old. And so there's a lot and everyone's been affected, affected by this. Kamisha, like, have you seen a difference? Like, um, I know that you just got the grant, but have you started to notice any differences um, that it's helped with the reading partnership? Oh, for sure. I think that um, I've done more uh, interviews in this past <laughs> month that I, than I've done in the entire like last year. So it's definitely helping to raise the, the profile um, of the organization um, and, and shine a spotlight on the important work that we've been doing. Um, and, and, you know, hopefully we'll be able to leverage the support of, um, that we're getting through TD. To, to attract um, the funding and support um, that we need to, to, to scale our work even more. Um, yeah. And so whether that be funders or uh, partners um, that want to, you know, come on board, um, we, we're, we're open to that and we're grateful for, for this support and, and all it's done for us so far. And I know that a lot of people are grateful for all that you've done, you know what I mean, to help these families and these kids. Um, Kamisha, if people want to learn more about the the reading partnership, where can they get more info? Yes. So visit us at uh, readingpartnership.com. Follow us on all social media platforms uh, at TRP now. It's the reading partnership. So TRP now. Um, and, and definitely uh, sign up for our quarterly uh, newsletter so that you could be the first to, to find out about to programs and resources that we are, are offering to, to parents and families. And, and, and please, for, yeah, for those of you guys listening, if you know anyone that um, has a little one maybe struggling please share this info with them. Um, and, and so that they can go and check out the reading partnership too, because honestly, it's a fantastic program. What you guys are doing, uh, for these families, for these kids is just amazing. And I'm really, really excited that, that TD, uh, ready challenge selected you as one of the the lucky recipients And, and Alicia, I know that there's another 14 amazing, uh, businesses out there that have also been awarded money. And um, if people want to find out who those people are, where can they go and where can they find that information? 
Yeah, definitely. We are, um, you know, Pina, I just want to echo something you just said. You know, I have yeah. a lot of gratitude to Kamisha and uh, executive directors and, and staff who run a lot of these organizations. This is hard work. This is really hard work. Yeah. Um, and it's coming from such a thoughtful place as to how we can support parents and how we can support kids. And, you know, hats off to you, Kamisha, for, for seeing an issue and working to address it in your community. And we're just, we're just pleased to be a, a small part of it. Um, as we are for the other 14 winners. Uh, and they are in Ontario, they're in Quebec, they're in New York, they're in Calgary. You know, we have winners across North America and you can find out more about them on uh, td.com slash ready challenge. And every year there's, there's a new problem that the TD Ready Challenge is solving, correct? That's right. So, so when are we, we going to find out what is up next? <laughs> we are in the midst of crafting what that uh, statement and problem statement might be. Unfortunately, there's never a short of a shortage of issues that to is address. True. <laughs> so it's about uh, selecting some of the most pressing. So we look to be announcing that this spring. You can check it out at, uh, at the same site, td.com slash ready challenge. And we'll be updating our, our problem statement and inviting organizations across North America again to, to work to address that problem. And we look forward to finding some new partners to work with uh, in 2022. And Alicia, you said something earlier. I have to say thank you. But you did say something earlier that it's not like a one and done when you guys select these recipients. You guys are talking long term. And it's just like, okay, we want to work with businesses, not only for today, but down the road, the long run. And I think that that is absolutely beautiful. And that says a lot. And it's so nice, like I said, to hear some amazing good news that brings us some joy, some happiness, a smile on our faces. So thank you, Alicia, for all that you do with the TD Ready Challenge. Thank you, Kamisha, for all that you do, you know, helping these kids with their education and their learning to read because... I'll say it again. I'm one of those moms and um, it's a struggle. It's an absolute struggle. So thank you to both of you guys. Thank you for joining me. And for those of you guys listening at home, if you want to catch any of the show that you miss, you can always do so on the podcast. Just take a listen wherever podcasts are available. Um, it will be up soon. And uh, but that is it for us again, Alicia. Thank you. Thank you. And Kamisha, thank you. Thanks, Pina. That is it for us. We are out. Have a wonderful and fantastic Sunday evening. We will catch you guys right here on AM640 Toronto Radio next week. I'm Pina Crispo, and this is The Parenting Show. Parenting Show.